In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's worth paying attention to the situation that we find Simeon in, in this gospel passage. He's like the rest of Israel, waiting for consolation, as he says, waiting for peace, waiting for completion, waiting for relief. And relief from what? Peace because of what? Israel, as many of us might understand and be familiar with, was waiting for a Messiah, was waiting for consolation in the form of having their own identity, having their own nation, a nation set apart for the worship of God, a nation set apart to be the people of God, a nation that was not bothered or persecuted by foreign influence or foreign rule. And in this case, it was the Roman Empire that was part of that problem. This is what Israel was waiting for. This is what Simeon was waiting for. And Simeon finally sees the consolation he's been waiting for. He says these beautiful words, Lord, let your servant now depart in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared. He's received the relief that he's been waiting for. And he knows that because he recognized it. He recognized it. He recognized that this Messiah was in the form of this child, being born in poverty, as his parents are presenting him in the temple according to the law of Moses, presenting him with the offering that signifies that They are in a state of poverty, in a state of humility. Brothers and sisters, we know from the rest of the Gospel that not all of Israel recognized that Christ was their salvation, that He was their rightful Messiah, that He was the consolation of Israel, that His words were for the consolation and redemption of Israel, that his actions were for the consolation and redemption of Israel. Not all of them realized that, recognized that, were willing to accept that, were willing to say that that was good enough, offered, that they could say, seeing him and experiencing the salvation he offered, that they could say, we could now depart in peace. We have seen the salvation of the Lord. We have seen what we've been waiting for. We have seen what the Old Testament has been leading up to. We have seen everything that our fathers who came before us were struggling for. Not everyone was able to recognize that. Not everyone was willing to accept that. And we can put ourselves in that same position to answer that same question. Is this consolation good enough for us? Is what God has done for us by becoming man and then going to his death on the cross for the sake of the sin of humanity, is all that good enough for us? Is what Jesus 
has said and done from his manger all the way to the cross, is that good enough for us? Is that the Messiah that we accept? Is that the consolation that we accept? Is that the thing that comforts us, that satisfies us? After all is said and done, when we look at what Jesus has done, especially when we look here in the sanctuary, with what's reflected here in the sanctuary, when we look at what has been done with His passion, death and resurrection, is that good enough for us? Is that the leader that we're willing to accept? Is that the consolation that we're willing to accept? Is that the pattern of life we're willing to live by? Are the church and its sacraments good enough for us? Is that enough for us to get through our lives? Or do we need something else? Do we need to invent something else? Do we need to belong to something else? Is that the inheritance we're willing to accept? Is that the inheritance that our Father has laid out for us that we're willing to accept? Are the vocations that we have good enough for us? Is being a mom good enough? Is being a dad good enough? Is basic biology good enough? Or are we willing, or are we getting lost in the ways of the world and going out to invent new things? New paths for consolation and for peace? Brothers and sisters, these questions are on one hand, obviously very important, and on another hand, they're not new at all. This is a question that humanity has been faced with from the beginning. And it, it's a question that goes even before humanity. It goes back before humanity. God was not good enough for Lucifer. He wanted to be like God, but without God. And so, when he was faced with his one-time decision, of whether or not to follow God, he obviously chose against God and thereafter became a fallen angel. Adam and Eve also fall into this conversation. The same seed of doubt of God that Satan expressed was sown in their hearts as well. They wanted to be like God, but without God. God was not enough for them. The family He invited them to was not enough for them. The relationship and consolation that He offered to them was not enough for them. They thought they could be more without Him. Brothers and sisters, maybe the consolation that Simeon saw, that Christ offered from when He was a child all the way until He was there on the cross, Maybe that consolation is not always something we're comfortable with. Maybe this story of salvation isn't the story that we want to be part of. Maybe it's too humble. Maybe it's too quiet. Maybe it's too difficult. Maybe it, the suffering is too much. Maybe the wood of the cross is too heavy to carry. But it's what we need. It's what humanity needs. It's the medicine that we need for our sickness, for the sickness of sin, for the sickness of pride, for the sickness that's not willing to embrace humility. Brothers and sisters, Simeon recognized that this child was the messianic consolation that Israel needed to be lifted out of its distance from God, 
of its self-creation of a state of being orphans. Simeon recognized that. We need to recognize it too. We need to recognize that God is good enough for us, that what he offers us is good enough for us, that the inheritance he offers us is good enough for us. It's important to think about this every day, to meditate about this every day, how God and his church are good enough for us, how our vocations are good enough for us, how what we've been given is good enough for us and how we need to take care of it and offer it back to God in the best way that we can, through the best kind of a prayer life that we can develop. Because if we don't, then we're missing out on the beautiful relationship and interaction that Simeon has in this gospel passage. We're missing out on the chance that we have to hold Christ in our own arms, to hold Christ in our own hearts, to allow him to dwell in our own temples and say, Lord, we have seen your salvation. And when the time comes for us to depart, we can depart in peace. Amen.